Welcome to Brands Made Meaningful, conversations with the team at Susner about how purposeful branding inspires unity, identity, and powerful change for growth-minded organizations. Welcome back to Brands Made Meaningful. We have, a fun, uh, we have a fun topic. To, well, I think it's a fun topic today. I guess it's actually the word crisis is in the name yeah. of what we're going to name this one. But it's interesting and it's common. And I think it's one that we relate to. How many times do we work or start a conversation with a client where they say, this feels, this doesn't feel right. This feels off brand to us. Actually, I, I don't know that they would say off brand, but that might be how we interpret Sure. What they say. Probably half of our conversations come with someone going, we don't know who we are. Um, we don't understand who we are, what we do, why we're different. Those type of big looming questions. That's, I mean, that's a big part of um, is your identity. And when we say identity, we don't just mean your logo. We say that question of who you are is what your identity is. I think that, and I think that feeling comes from a variety of places. Sometimes it comes from a misalignment or disagreement in like why somebody has engaged us in the first place or three different people in an organization that we're talking with. They all have different goals for an outcome or what it is that they, you know, what they think they're hiring us to do. But I think a lot of times, you know, what we determine is that alignment gets, it's beyond cosmetic. It's beyond, we just want to look better. We want to sound better. Usually your exercise or the typical exercise of asking why three times. And I think you like to ask why seven, eight, nine, ten yeah, times. Until it hurts, yeah. Until, ask why until it hurts. We're going to make a t-shirt. We're going to start selling podcast swag. <laughs> I think in our one of our store items yeah. will be ask why until it hurts. Yeah, I, that's actually a really good thing. I When we get into workshops, we, I actually said it last week during one of the workshops we did. I said, at some point, you will get frustrated with me, and that is the goal of this whole entire thing. Is then that, I'm doing my job right. Yep. Then then I know that I'm asking enough questions where you're starting to be like, oh, my God, this is getting annoying. Because we're getting down to where we need to get to because identity crisis is what we're talking about today is not an easy topic to easily change. And out of that frustration, because I was in this workshop, out of that frustration ultimately came great clarity. Yeah. It, that's that's the beauty of the work that we do is there's there's a challenge there's an opportunity there's all these things that are looming ahead of us and it's going to get worse before it gets better so let's get there that's like a that's something that some very wise person told me one day it's always going to get worse before it gets better and that's so true with this so today we're talking about when people say this really feels off brand maybe you're a customer maybe you're a client of someone and you go wow they posted that thing and it really does not feel on brand for them or maybe you were in a meeting with someone and you go that just did not feel like it was our brand at all. And we're trying to say like, what is that feeling? Why is it important? How does our voice, how does our look, how does all that thing connect together to make an authentic feeling brand or an identity so that when we're talking to people in the marketplace, people totally feel like they're connected to us versus being disconnected and connected to some you know inauthentic thing. So we've queued up a fictitious scenario that says, hey, you work in an organization. Yeah. This was a scenario like I literally wrote it down as as I've seen a client come to us. I just took out all of the specifics. But 
like let's imagine you're at an organization and your company it's maybe 15 years old and it's built a really good rep- reputation in let's say the tech organ tech industry and you specialize in a certain type of product or service and you've just recently begin to notice that some things are changing in your organization and they feel off and you just go well that's interesting I just don't think that that's what we're all about. An example is maybe there's a product shift, like your company starts introducing a new line of products that just don't align with what you thought you were all about. Maybe your tech company is all about being environmentally friendly and all these products are made with non-organic, all this other stuff that can feel not environmentally friendly. Or maybe you see a marketing ad or maybe you see your website, you go to the website and it's just like, it's running communication that is totally different than the one that you've become familiar with. And I'm not saying different as in like, oh, they just changed a little bit of things, but like now our values are different. Now we're trying to sell on a completely different benefit or unrelated focus. That that can be a little like, where did that go? How did that get there? Maybe you notice that a lot of employees that have been there for a long time are starting to leave. And they're really the reason is unknown you're like wow we're we're losing a lot of our leadership or maybe a lot of turnover is happening and that employee dissatisfaction can cause you to start thinking about like so what is going on those really lead you to believe that your company is shifting away from its core value or its core proposition or its core reason for being in business in the first place and that is making you feel like things marketing messaging, internal practices, they start feeling out of place. That's what we would call an identity crisis. I think this happens easily without people aware that it happened or that it's happening. This can be a company in Indian in any industry. This could be a golf club. This could be a professional sports organization. Yep. When you're, especially in that fifth, that 10, 12, 15 year old mark, when you truly are what we would think of as a, a second stage company, a company that's proven its worth and value in whatever product or service they offer, and now they're moving into you know much more intentional growth mode and build off of what was a startup mindset now into this next stage mindset. Sometimes the purpose is the same, but 15 years can be an eternity in a business or 12 sure. years, so much changes, the market changes, the next generation of demographic has complete, what they want has changed. The, demographic didn't even exist 15 years ago when you started your business that can go by in a blink of an eye yeah and and to you're so busy servicing your clients meeting your deadlines delivering what you deliver that it's really easy to be working so deeply within the business that you forget to pause and step out and say okay something doesn't feel right something got away from us what is that and how do we get it back yeah and i would say if we're going to generalize these things like the what i said is just a snapshot of what could be happening at an organization but really you're looking at are we inconsistent in different places are we unclear about what we do and who we do it for do we lack differentiation in the marketplace do we rebrand ourselves every three years for some reason and i can't understand why 
are we have different customer perceptions. Like we talk to this one customer and they think of us in this way. And we talk to a different customer with the same needs and problems and they think of us in a completely different way. Is that perception mixed? Um, do customers not trust us as much as they used to? These are all things that I would say point to a identity crisis for a brand identity crisis for an organization to say you probably don't know who you are at least to the point that makes you dangerous that makes you really confident and makes you understand what you need to do moving forward to get to this great place you're going i think what i'm trying to you know as i'm taking the side of the the corp the company and the people that that got to this place and i'm trying to empathize with them in that yes you need to do something about this but I get how it how this can happen. We just worked. We've been working with an organization that's 25 years old in a rebrand that's in the manufacturing space. And the reason and the purpose why the company was founded, I think, is still pretty consistent and valid today. Mm -hmm. But when we sat with their leadership team and just asked them, what do you guys do and who do you do it for? They wouldn't or couldn't agree on an answer. Yeah, and they all have an answer. Mm -hmm. That's not what we're saying. It's yep. not like you ask the question, everyone goes, I don't know. So how do you brand how do you brand that? How do you message that? How do you market that misalignment within your own team if not everybody's on the same page? Yeah. And that's the that's the challenge we're posing today. So what what we find is that people that have a have a clear messaging, have clear branding, have clear all that other stuff, have this confidence, that's great. But what I kind of want to get into today, more than any of those specific things, is what do you do if you are not the CEO? What do you do if you're not the person at the very top making that decision? How do you bring this up? Because we've been in organizations before where this is really a problem, but no one seems to want to say anything. And if you bring it up, then you're ostracized. You are put out there to say you don't trust on where we're going or anything like that. So how, how would we bring up an identity crisis if we were inside of an organization to say we need to do something about this and how to how to take that position concern how to bring that to your leadership how to bring that to the ceo the owner ownership and to be able to present that in a way that they'll listen to yeah it's a great question jump in you need to prepare yeah there's a lot of preparation um you would say that Dealing with someone's brand and understanding when and where to say something is the exact same as having a relationship, right? Like uh, talking to your wife and saying, all right, before you bring something up, you need to understand the situation. You need to really understand what the issues are, what the challenges are, what the opportunities are, and you need to prepare your case, right? Come to the table with here's not all of the challenges, but here is the opportunity we have and here's how I think we can move forward is really how that first step starts. Yeah, it's it's identifying the problem and then it's laying out a potential path to solution back to the relationship. Just like any if you just come in and dump on this isn't working. I hate this. I can't do my job. I can't sell. I can't. I can't. This isn't working. It's really yeah. hard to have a constructive dialogue when somebody approaches leadership from that point of view even if they're right in what it is that they're saying yeah how you say it and how you present it it's just like a pitch or a presentation For or sure. a proposal or asking somebody out on a date how you present that information is 
almost as important as the information that you're presenting. So what I would say is gather your evidence, gather your examples, do things that say, here's what a really great example looks like of something that we could be or that we could do. But I would be super specific about the inconsistencies or the issues that you've observed to say, here are the problems and this is really why it's a problem. And this is how I think that it has become a problem over time. You'd be surprised on how much you can learn just by understanding the issues in a really deep way because that can turn into a solution really quickly. Yeah, I mean, change is hard. And if if the an organization's leadership, if they're not totally disengaged and off, you know, working completely remotely and they're not tied in at all, huh. it's quite likely that if if you came to the leadership and say, hey, I think we have a problem with our brand's identity. We're having a crisis of identity with who we are, and that's causing some challenges that I think we have an opportunity to fix. I think that most leaders worth their salt will, will in the end, while that might sting a little bit to hear, because it, sure. it, it may feel like you're implying that they fell asleep at the wheel yeah. in some way, and they might take that personally. But I think if you're coming from a good place and you're brave enough to bring that to the table, they're probably already aware of it in some way. So if we talked about the first thing is prepare your case, the second part is choose that right time and right place. Don't do it right before a big meeting with a huge <laughs> client and saying, wow, this all really sucks. I wish we did way better than this and then go right into the meeting. And I mean, that seems super obvious. Sure. But we've seen times where people bring things up, especially within a brand sense, they don't understand what they're saying. They don't understand the importance of what you say. Because if you go, we don't know who we are and then you just go into the next thing. There's, it's a lot that goes into it. And that's like, to your point, there's a weight on a leadership shoulders to go, oh my God, my team doesn't know who we are. That's a problem. And if you do it at the right time in the right place, then that can come across more as I think we could solve this instead of good luck, because those two things are very different when you deal with them. Well, and A, leadership might already know who the organization is sure. and may just not have done a good enough job of communicating who that was. Yep. The third one that I'm looking at is you've already touched on it, but it's to be constructive, not critical because most of the, most of the time there isn't someone who is all in on your organization's brand. There is not a brand manager all the time. I think that most of the organizations that we work with that have these identity crises, these are people who are, I have a marketing team, but their jobs are to do all these other things. And, and it gets hard when you get stacked with tactics to understand, take your hand for a second and say, oh my God, we are going down a different route here. And this is not who we are, or who we want to be. I remember the B, the B is in that constructive way of presenting that information is to make sure that you are expressing that this is coming from a good place. If a, if a team member or an employee has the bravery to approach you with something that I think of as critical as an identity crisis, it means that they care. Yeah. If they didn't or they didn't see a solution or a path forward, they didn't see that, hey, this organization got us here because of some very specific wonderful things and they see an opportunity for us to continue to excel and grow into the, into a place where we could be going, they never would have come to you in the first place. They would have just left. When I bring my case to the forefront and I am not 
critical, but I am very constructive and I'm picking the right time and place and I'm doing all that stuff. I would really use, I kind of said this already, but examples, but if you have data, use data. If you can say, wow, we've really lost a lot of loyalty across the last couple quarters in our sales, then, then you can say, okay, here is where we're seeing a downturn. What had happened? If you can tie some of these things to data, you're speaking leadership's language then. You're understanding like here is what we need to do and here's the things I'm noticing are key indicators that we're not doing what we need to do or who we are. And then follow that up. Like I said, follow that up with solutions. Don't just yeah. dump, dump, dump and dump some more and then say, okay, now you guys better figure this out. Hopefully you've thought enough about this to where you at least have some inkling on some other, some new steps forward. I think that when people bring these challenges to the forefront and they have these conversations, then it becomes easier to see a way when we become open about the problems that we have. So what I mean by that is when you're a leader and you're getting the you're receiving all of this uh, you would think criticism but maybe it's constructive criticism to come back and to say you know what i think you're right i think that we have we are not perfect no brand is perfect there's no such thing as a perfect brand in my opinion it's just like no such thing as a perfect person but that is a really hard thing to admit as a leader to say under my watch this has gone this way it's also really easy to say, no, we've always done it like that. This is how we do it. And that's a really, really hard thing as someone who's not a leader to hear that because that can point you to say, well, now I don't care. My colleague Tim Kierens said, and I'm not sure who he brought this forward from, but his, his term is the seven words of a dying business. I could use it to say the seven words of a dying brand are because that's the way we've always done it. Yeah. And you would be surprised by how often we actually hear that. Like I hear that at least a couple times a year where a client has said, well, we've just always done it like that. I don't get why that's a problem. And we would say, oh, okay, well, this is how we would do it. And they'd be, well, that's okay. That's just how we've always done it. That's the way we've always been thought of. That's the way our fans always react to us. So that's totally fine. And I think that the people who have been in their seats for 10, 15, 20 years managing the brand or managing marketing for a certain organization they find that you can get narrowed focus into what you know and what you don't know and to your point some of this use of demographics but i think psychographics change over time they change by generation they change by preference i mean things happen in the world that changes the way that people want things they need things and i think that if you are a leader and you're not critical critical of your own brand every three years, I would be I'd be watching out because those things change on a dime. Sometimes you need an outside perspective too. Sure. And this can go, you know, as large as a professional sports organization who thinks that they're all about just winning a world championship. That's an identity crisis. That ripples yeah. down all the way through every staff member of the organization and causes can cause them to second guess what their role and purpose is within that organization. Yeah, I think it gets really hard, especially for teams like you're referring to, to then step back and say, we could be more than just winning. And that's super hard. Like I empathize with them because their business is 
hinges on winning and losing. So it's going to be hard to say we've lost and now what? But if you anchor everything, and this is true with other businesses too, but if you anchor everything on winning and you don't win, then that's a problem, right? But if you anchor everything on winning and then you do win, now are you just a winner? Is that just your identity is as a winner? Then I believe X. And I think that that puts you in even harder of a place it's easy when you don't win to say all we want to do is win and always go after that. That's easy. But to win and say, okay, now what? After decades of wanting to be a winner, that's hard because you don't know what it, once you get it, I mean, you see like the people who they do what they love and they, and they figure it out and then they do it. And then afterwards they don't have an identity. Their identity has been solved. And that's an, that's a crisis to say, we don't know who we are now and where we're going. Cause we've already gotten to the hilltop. And Same thing for this fictitious organization. That's 15 years old. That's been winning enough and has been successful enough over that decade and a half to get to the place where they're getting without realizing that all of a sudden they've lost whatever vision that got them there in the first place to now is causing them to have gotten stuck somehow. And when you step back and you go, okay, we've been doing this for a long time and there's just a new shiny object. We talk about this with our clients too, is that sometimes there is a, there is a point where you go, I want to go do that just because it's the new thing that you're just like, yeah, 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 let's do it. That can be a distraction as well. Yeah, we talk about EOS or I talk about EOS from time to time and within the EOS framework, within that business operating system, they, they have you put together a three-year picture, a three-year vision that helps you weigh those decisions against to help prevent shiny, bright, shiny, sidetrack things, take your attention away from what it is that you're trying to do. But if you aren't intentional about having define that place that you're going, who you're for, what you're for, and why you do it, it's really easy to get distracted. It's easy to get distracted by something that might help you make a bunch of profit quickly or an opportunity that looks easy, but it turns out it's not. Going into markets that you think you have a right to go into when actually would be a complete waste of time. And it's really easy for your teammates to roll their eyes or throw their hands up and be like, what are we doing here? I signed on for this and now we're doing this. And this is where leaders get frustrated sometimes to say, you guys just don't see it. As a leader, you're supposed to make them see that. We were we just got off a call earlier today that someone said, keep it simple, stupid. As a, as a leader, my job is to take the extreme complexities and make it easy for you to find that path forward so that you can follow us down that path. And so to me, that's a perfect example of saying, if it's, if it's so hard for someone to understand, either you're not doing a good enough job of explaining it, which is totally fine, or it doesn't make any sense from their perspective because it's just a distraction. We've talked about like from a, sta a team member, how, to, how they can approach leadership. What yeah. if it's the leadership? What if the owner, the leader, the CEO, the marketing director of a company who's come on board says, oh my gosh, we have an identity crisis. We, there's misalignment. I don't know who we are. I have a lack of clarity. Maybe that's why I was yeah. hired to help this company in the first place. What are the first two or three steps that we would typically advise them 
on the exact same thing that we've already said i would i would advise them to prepare the case build a deck that says here's what i'm seeing here's the inconsistencies i'm finding here are the issues with that here's the opportunity that i think that we could have i mean that deck we've seen that deck i've seen marketing leaders put that together to say I've come in now and I see what's going on here and I think that this is the right path forward. Makes it easier because you are the one who people are looking for for those type of answers. And But I still think it all remains the same. Prepare your case. Choose the right time and place to have that conversation. It's probably at some quarterly marketing meeting or some kind of start small, ask people about it, get their opinion, have the conversation. There might be more to it than you know especially the newer people. And we've seen CMOs come in and say, I'm changing this. This is what we're doing. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? And that can backfire really hard as well. So I think that there is a gather, gather information, roll slowly, gather more information, roll it out slowly. And by slow, I mean like in the matter of a couple of weeks or something, not years, obviously. But when you're coming back to this, as you use examples, as you use data, as you use talking points, those become a storyline in itself that starts to build within the organization. When you tell one person or you tell a group of five people, one of those people might totally agree with you and take that and go, you know what, I think that we could be doing this better. It just grows from there as you start having the rounds. We're not talking about business turnaround. We're not talking about a business that's potentially failing and about to go out of business. And how do you write that ship or write a sinking ship. That's a different specialty. We're talking about an identity crisis, a brand crisis. Sometimes the solution it takes in that rollout, sometimes this whole process takes a long time of steady, consistent focus. On occasion, the solution is easier than you think once you've taken the time to investigate and look at what some of these potential solutions might be. Sometimes it might not be that you're sinking or adrift. It might just be that you just need a little bit of adjustment that you haven't taken the time to get back on this new track. You could be stagnant, right? You could just be like, wow, we could be so much more. Why? What, What are you seeing out there? And I think that some people will be able to get there and some people won't. But yeah, you're right. I think this is... This is for people, like we tell people all the time, like another benefit of rebranding or branding yourself is to keep killing it and just keep doing great stuff. But sometimes that's exactly what you need is to say, well, we've just been stagnant. We have a great product. We have great everything. We just, you know, we're stale. We're leaving too many runners on base. Yeah, We're not scoring enough runs. Inside baseball. And how come? Yep. (laughs) Moneyball, hashtag Moneyball reference. Jeez. Takeaways. If an employee comes to you, and I speak from experience, looking at the camera, our new camera, thanks to Cameron, shout out to our producer. If an employee of yours is brave enough to come to you and make the case about some challenges that your brand has with respect to its identity, take a deep breath and listen to them. Because most of the time, I believe, they're coming to you from a really good place and If you listen to them and join in the conversation and think about what those solutions could be, it could lead to some really, really great outcomes for your organization. Be, yeah, be totally open to to changes, but not be, what we say, the brand is a very personal thing for a lot of people. Even if you're at a billion dollar company and you run the 
parts of the marketing department, you still feel personal connection to that brand, the way it's seen in the world and seen all this stuff. It's not a personal attack on you to say the brand, you know, isn't what I think it could be. And that's the kind of conversation that's healthy for your organization. Brands are a living, growing entity that need to be nurtured and fed and taken care of. You can't just build it, create it, and forget about it. It has yeah. to be something that you, you're, you're working on in some way, shape, or form consistently. Feed that brand. Another t-shirt idea. Feed it. Um, all right. Thanks. Till next time. Till next time. Susner is a branding firm specializing in helping companies make a meaningful mark, guiding marketing leaders working to make their brand communicate better, stand out, and engage audiences to grow their business. For more, visit susner.com. Thank you.